0: Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It was the Apostle Paul himself who said, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And then he said, Therefore, we are Christ ambassadors. Every believer is an ambassador for Jesus Christ. You have friends, relatives, associates, and neighbors who are lonely, hopeless, fearful, and without God. God is is expecting you to be his spokesman so he can enrich their lives with the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen closely as I share with you how God expects you to be what he has called you to be so you can reach others for the kingdom of God in this day, in this hour. Now come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. Ambassadors of the United States all have the same mission. and That is to represent the interests and the policies of the United States. So no matter who you are in the kingdom of God, no matter what your spiritual gift is, no matter what your preference is, no matter how you feel about how you might want God to use you, we all have the same mission. And that's to represent Jesus Christ. We're not all the same, but we have the same mission. Ambassadors have a lot of authority, but they have to follow the U.S. policy at all times, even if they don't agree with the policy. Now, I know there's some stuff in the Bible that you would let folk get away with. In fact, sometimes there's stuff I let them get away with. They have some issues. And I say, you know, if it was up to me, I'd tell you to go do this, but I'm going to have to tell you what the Bible say. Don't act like you agree with everything all the time, because the Bible is challenging Some of us have the same position as the culture and the ungodly when it comes to things like shacking, sex before marriage. Well, I got to try before I buy. Even in the first place, they say, you buy, then we fry. Church folks have the same thing, you know. We have the same issues and the same perspective and beliefs sometimes for same-sex couples and gender stuff too. Well, you know, who am I? An ambassador. That's who am I? You're an ambassador for Christ. What about abortion? Well, I believe a woman ought to have an opportunity to do whatever she want to with her body. The Bible says your body don't belong to you. You're a temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body don't even belong to you. And if you think it belong to you, you're going to find out you can't keep it. You're going to have to give it up. As I was saying... The ambassador has to follow the policy of the government at all times, even if you don't agree with it. So when somebody asks you what you think, you say, the government of which I represent, which is Jesus Christ, says that there is a male and a female. And it takes those two to tangle. I ain't going to go down that pathway. (laughs) See, the culture changes. Community standards changes. What is allowable changes, but God doesn't change. I like what one pastor said. You can have a sex change operation if you want to, but in the judgment day, when God raises all these bodies and everything back up, he's going to put you back like he had you the first time. (laughs) So you can stand before the judgment. God, he said, I need to recognize you ambassadors represent their home country while working and living in the country to which they've been appointed i was looking at this and i, I did some research on ambassadors and what have you one thing i discovered and i thought it was interesting there aren't any official education requirements for u.s ambassadors. undergraduate and advanced degrees are common And you increase your chances of gaining an ambassadorship if you work in a government or serve in a political capacity, but there's no minimum educational requirements. That's like God is saying, and you don't have to think you got to be no theologian either to be an ambassador for Christ. You don't have to be saved for 20 years to be an ambassador for Christ. All you need to do to be an ambassador for Christ is to go to the Light of the World Bible Institute. I just thought I'd throw that in. I'm just kidding. All of us are ambassadors for Christ. Comparing the way ambassadors normally function in the ancient world points to some rather noteworthy points about ambassadors. First, in ancient times, ambassadors were considered to be inviolate, which means they were never to be imprisoned. That's what we call now diplomatic immunity. God does not allow Christ's ambassadors to be abused without a penalty. Here's what Jesus said in the book of Mark, chapter 9, verse 41 through 43. He says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who gives a cup of water in my name, gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ, will certainly not lose his reward. And if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to be thrown in the sea with the large millstone tied around his neck. God don't like people to mess with his ambassadors. God gives us diplomatic immunity. When we go out and we are doing whatever he want me to do, it doesn't mean you're not going to have some suffering. It doesn't mean you're not going to have any hard time. It means you're going to say like Paul, you can do whatever you want to do with me. I don't care because I don't belong here. Paul says, if you want to whip me and give me a beating, ooh, that, that helps me to identify with Christ. He says, if you want to kill me, I'm going to go be with the Lord. I'm going home. He says, if you want to leave me here, I'm going to keep on preaching the gospel. Any way it goes, I can deal with it. I'm good. Why? Because I'm not my own ambassadors, I'm Christ's ambassadors. When you're doing your own thing, you get tired, you get weary, you get frustrated, you do all those things. But when you're Christ's ambassadors, you don't get tired and weary and frustrated on that job because it's not your assignment, it's God's assignment, and he's just working through you. When folks don't want to hear what you got to say, that's okay, let me go talk to somebody else. God's purpose in sending Christ and his ambassadors has the same end. It's to put an end to hostilities and to bring about reconciliation. See, the ambassador goes out to foster goodwill, to establish relationships, to build new friendly relationships, and to make alliances. And that's what God wants to do in the lives of people. You know, in the old days, we used to go witnesses, and we just try to beat the hell out of people with the word of God. You just need to be saved. Well, they did need to be saved. But we didn't recognize we were Christ ambassadors. We were doing church work. We were doing church work. Let's just go to, we got to see how many we can just go talk into getting saved. We're going to, like a salesman, we got to close this deal. We're going to keep talking to you, till you get saved. Right, put our foot in the door so they won't slam the door on us. It's not that. It's with the love of Christ in our hearts, love for the people that we're talking to and just said, listen, I'm an ambassador and I just come with the message. God is going to appeal to you and he wants to do it through me. He loves you and he ain't going to hold your sin against you. All he wants you to do is come to him and they can either listen or not listen. But just make the appeal. Let the Lord do the work in their hearts and in their lives. The problem is not that people don't want to come to Christ. The problem is we don't have ambassadors on the job. When the ambassadors do what ambassadors do, people will come to Christ. When ambassadors do what ambassadors should do, people will come to Christ. Now, I'm going to challenge you because some of you are thinking, well, I don't know where to go. No, you don't have to figure out where to go. You're an ambassador where you are. God has already placed you somewhere. All of you are somewhere. You're on a job somewhere. You're ambassador on that job. If you work at Walmart, you are the ambassador to Walmart. If you work at the car wash, you are the ambassador to the car wash. If you work in school as a teacher, you're ambassador to that school. If you work for the city of Houston, you're an ambassador to the city. That's where you are. You are an ambassador wherever God placed you, and he placed you on that job. So our job is to, to wake up and think, you know, I am an ambassador. Lord, just help me to give the message that you want me to give to others on this job. You say, I don't work nowhere. I'm retired. Well, you're the ambassador to retired people. Because you do what retired people do. You sit in the doctor's office. (laughs) So while you're sitting up there in the doctor's office, you walk in there and say, well, good morning. I just want to introduce you to the ambassador to the retired people. Have some fun. Let God use you wherever you are. I mean, you ought to just have a good time letting God use you. Life is you know, it's too short for you just to be grumpy and trying, I don't, you're just asking the Lord, Lord, why don't you do this? We, we've already said God made a way. God said, I, I got everything you need. Now, when you look in the Bible, God says I take care of your every need. My God says supply all of my need. My God opens the wonders of heaven and pour out blessings you don't have room enough to receive. My God is a healer. All grace shall abound to you so that you'll have everything you need whenever you need it. That's what God says, but So when you're working for him, he takes care of everything you need. What's your problem? You know what your problem is. Not y'all, the other folk. We're spending all of our energy trying to work our own issues, and it frustrates us, and we can't do it. And God is saying, I don't know what's wrong with these people. I already told him what the plan is. Jesus said in the book of uh, Matthew, chapter 6, why are you going to worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, where you're going to live, where you're going to do all these things like that, what you're going to eat? And when it comes down to it, that's what we're worried about, short term or long term, where we're going to live, what we're going to eat, how we're going to make it, and all that kind of stuff like that. And he said, uh, the Gentiles, the unbelievers, the folks who don't know God, who are not God's ambassadors, who are not saved, who are not praying, who are not worshiping, they worry about that kind of stuff. What are you doing worrying about that? When I said I'm going to take care of all of that if you are working for me. It doesn't make sense. Your employer got everything you need and he's giving you an assignment. Then he should take care of everything you need. That shouldn't be an issue. And that's what he said. There's no issue. You made it the issue. You decide you're going to go and hustle on your own. So go on, keep hustling. Just drag yourself on to the end of your life and then just maybe just get on into heaven and you'll be good. But that's not the abundant life that Jesus Christ said we have. I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. That You will never have fulfillment. You'll never have the joy. You'll never have the peace of God until you're doing what God had called you to do. He called you to be an ambassador. You can work it out all you want to, work hard as you want to, do all the stuff you want to, and you still be frustrated, still trying to make it work, still trying to have an enjoyment in life, still trying to figure out why every day I get up another day, I got to go to work, and I did this last week, another month, another year. Oh, what's going on with my life? I'm not happy. Get you another mate, you still ain't happy. Get you another job, you still ain't happy. Move to another city, you're still not happy. Get you another car, you still ain't happy. Try being an ambassador for Christ. See what happens. God sends out his ambassadors to continue to announce that now is the day of salvation. And now is the day of reconciliation. Our culture is in a place right now, it is the toughest, roughest, vilest, culture that we have ever had just look at how people kill one another kids are committing suicide because somebody talked about them i was bullied online and i killed myself i'm not online like that so i don't know what's going on online but we used to play the dozen with a whole group of people watching (laughs) you talk about me i talk about you. you talk about my mama i talk about your mama and then you had some people egging you on and say, "Ooh, you got him on that. <laughs> Folks I got so fragile, they can't stand nothing. I just read a, a headline yesterday, a boy killed his mama because she took the video game. But that's where we are. All kind of stuff is happening. And where are the ambassadors? Where are the people of God? Where is the light in the dark places? Right in there with them sometimes. Listen, there's a difference between light and darkness. There's a difference between holy and unholy. There's a difference between right and wrong. Everybody trying to blur the lines now. You got your truth and I got my truth. No, you go outside and tell me when it's uh, 20 degrees, tell me it's hot. That's a problem. The truth is it's cold. You go out at night when it's pitch black and tell me it's daylight. You can't have two truths. it's only one. Well, you pray to your God, I pray to mine. Well, you go on and pray to yours. I pray to the living God. Listen, I'm not going to try to argue with you how you need to live. All I'm going to tell you is Jesus Christ came to save sinners. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Jesus Christ came so he can reconcile you, bring you to God. And he won't hold your sins against you. You'll have a new life. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel. For in the gospel is the power of God to salvation. Who convinced you to be saved if it wasn't the Spirit of God in your life saying you need change? Did somebody talk you into it? Did somebody give you a, a form to fill out and you came to the conclusion at the, at the end of the form you need to be saved? No, it was the Spirit of God talking to you and contending with you. And he still does that in the lives of people. He just needs somebody to get the word out. How can they hear unless somebody preach to them the word of truth. God doesn't wait for humanity to make their appeal to him, but he sends out ambassadors to make his appeal to them. Paul's commission and our commission are from God. Paul was an ambassador for Christ and his message was a message of peace. God paid the price for sin. God was not at war with sinners. Sinners can now believe and receive the salvation of Jesus Christ. Consider these facts about ambassadors. Number one, ambassadors are chosen. Jesus Christ chose Paul and he chose us to be his ambassadors. Number two, ambassadors are protected. An ambassador must be a citizen of the nation that they represent. And you're going to have to be a citizen of heaven by coming to Jesus Christ before you can be an ambassador. Thirdly, ambassadors are held accountable. Ambassadors represent the country and they must say what they are instructed to say. You got to say the wrong thing, you're going to get called out. And one day we have to give an account of our work as ambassadors. Here's the fourth thing and last one. Ambassadors are called home before war is declared. When a country calls ambassadors home, He's saying, come on home. We're finna go in with the bombers and with the military. God has not yet declared war on the wicked world, but one day he will. The Bible tells us that one day in the moment of the twinkling of an eye, the the church is going to be caught up. Do You believe that? He said, we're going to be caught up. I was thinking about that last night. He said, caught up in the moment of the twinkling of an eye. Just as soon as you can bat your eye, it's going to be over. That's why Jesus said, whatever you were doing in that day, when he comes, you just keep on doing. If you were lying, keep on doing it. If you were stealing, keep on doing it. You're going to have time to stop. He said, if you were a fornicating, keep on doing it. Whatever you were doing, keep on doing it because it's going to be just that quick when the Lord comes back. He snatches up his church and then the war is going to be on. The day of judgment will come and the Lord is making his appeal through us so he can grab the harvest. He can grab the harvest. He can say the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. I want more and more people to come to live and rule and reign with me in heaven. I don't want them to go to hell, but I need somebody to represent me. Somebody that would tell them, come on in. We used to sing a song in the old church, come on into the Lord's house. It's going to rain. God's ambassadors will not go through this tribulation period. The book of Revelation talks about all the calamities and things that are going to be happening. And then it said the people still wouldn't repent. I'm like, look at that. The mountain is is melting and all kinds of things are going on and people won't repent. I said, why wouldn't they repent? And then I'm thinking right now, They had the biggest forest fire out there in California. And then when it goes away, it rains and they slide off in the mud. And then we had the biggest natural disaster here in our area. Okay, now it's so cold in the east. And all kind of things are happening. Anybody thinking about repenting? That's the way it's going to be. They're just going to say, well, that's global warming. Well, God was the first one talked about global warming. He said, this thing going to burn up. He said, I've got your global warming, but people are going to be so used to all these natural disasters, and the church is asleep, not even looking at the judgment of God's hand on a nation who turned their back on them and say, we don't want you in our school. We don't want you in our business. We don't want you to take God out, take Christ out of Christmas, do all that. Take him out. Don't put him in there. What do you think God going to do? Got on our money in God we trust. Somebody say, take that off the money. What do you think God going to do? Read the Bible. You always saw when his people turned their back on him, all hell broke loose. But there's always a remnant of God's people that would rise up. And God is looking for somebody to rise up. That's what the prophets were for. They would come and announce. And I'm going to show you, you just think something's happening? God is telling you to change your ways. Or else it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Our message is not a message of social reform, our message is a message of spiritual reform. We represent Christ as we invite the lost to receive Him, and that's a privilege and that's a responsibility. All believers are ambassadors, whether we accept the commission or not. We are ambassadors. I want you to get ready. I want you to go over this passage and just write it down in your book, in your Bible, on your notes, in your phone. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17 through verse 21. That's what we're focusing on the whole year. We are Christ ambassadors. We are new creations in Christ. In a few weeks, we're going to have a commissioning service and we're going to commission all of our members and give you your ambassador's credentials and say, you're an ambassador and this is your assignment. You're going to have to opt out. Say, pastor, I don't want to be no ambassador. You can opt out. I'll just say, leave your tithe. (laughs) Just kidding. But we're serious. Now is the time more than ever before. To get serious about doing the work of the Lord. I said, We've been taking classes for years. Now it's time to get out and do some work. We've been pouring into you, we've been teaching you, we've been praying with you, been praying for you, praying on you. Well, it's time to get on out and do some work for the Lord. We are the light of the world. It's our time. And my job is to implore you that you are Christ's ambassadors. Listen, you don't have to make anything up. Don't go down to Kinko's, get your no cars made up and try to start your no church. No, just right where you are. You start looking around right where you are and say, God, you put me in this place. You might not like the place you're in. Say, God, you put me in this place. I'm in this place. There's something you want me to do while I'm here. There's somebody here that you want me to interact with. There's somebody that you want to bring to yourself. There's somebody in this place and use my abilities, use my inabilities, use my pain, use my hurt, use my problems, use whatever you want to use, Lord. But I will be an ambassador to this place. Let us make sure that our message and our methods and our motives are right so that our work can be Lasting. This is Jerry G. Martin. I certainly hope you enjoyed today's message. How many times have the Holy Spirit tried to engage with you to reach others but you were not available? It is God who said that we are Christ's ambassadors. Many people, I believe, will come to the Lord Jesus Christ if those who know Christ would allow the Spirit of Christ to use our lives to reach others. We are called for such a time as this, where there's fear and factions and falsehoods spreading all around. The answer to all of man's problems is still Jesus Christ. He came to seek and to save those who were lost. And he is looking for his ambassadors to be engaged in the work of making that appeal to those who do not know him. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can listen on our podcast, The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. As always, I give you a special invitation to come and join us in our worship on Sunday morning. We're worshiping in person at The Light of the World, 16161 Old Humble Road. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. You can visit us for worship on our campus. You can also visit us at the Beacon Bookstore, where you can get Bibles, discipleship material, Sunday school material, church and communion supplies, or whatever you might need for your congregation. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885.